Welcome to the Big Yellow School Bus, and here's your host, Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools. Welcome to the Big Yellow School Bus, Murray County Public Schools talk radio show and podcast on 101.7 FM WKOM. We are brought to you by Caledonian Financial. We are going to have another great show on location today, Mike. We are in Mount Pleasant Elementary School for the very first time with the queen of education, Miss Julie Tidwell. Julie will be on the show in a moment. In a little while, we have only so many microphones, but Julie had these amazing guests with her here today, and they are doing a program called the STEM no, the Space STEM Outreach, correct? That is correct. correct. All right, and I'll introduce you here in all just a second. And it's done with the STEM Coalition and the Space Innovation Academy, correct? Yes. All right. Well, and, we're going to. And the United States Space Force. And the United States Space Force. We're going to get all the details about that in just a moment. But let me introduce you to our guest today. First, I have retired Lieutenant Colonel Michael Gilchrist. Welcome, welcome to the show, Michael. Thank you very much, Jack. I appreciate that. Man, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. I love that word in front of your title, retired. retired. I tried that for a few <laughs> years, and I decided I needed to work again. So I came back to work, and I have a blast working again. Um, and I can't I, – I think that you're not actually retired because you're here working today, kind of. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I actually – I retired twice already. And so I'll be on I might my try one. that. <laughs> I'll be on my third time around here very shortly. All right, well – for our listening audience, because yeah. you've never been on the show before, and you're not even from Tennessee, I hear you're from close by. Yeah, I'm from I'm from Columbia. Oh, okay. So yeah. you live here. Yes. Tell our listening audience a little bit about you. Okay, I uh, I did not grow up here. I will say that my father uh, came here to school in uh, at Columbia Military Academy way back in the 30s and went on to West Point. So I'm an Army brat by. Uh, birth, I guess. And we moved around a good bit. Uh, he retired actually in, in 62. I came back here for my high school years, which started in 60. And my father actually came to be the president of CMA my junior year. And I'm probably the only kid in the school that brought his parents with him. No, that's all right. Though. <laughs> after, I loved to two go years. to school with my kids when they <laughs> yeah. were young. And I, uh, I went on to college at uh, the University of the South up at Swanee. And when Beautiful I graduated, place. yes, when I graduated from Swanee, uh, I had a young lady here in Columbia that I had become acquainted with during my junior year of college, and she and I ended up getting married. We're married Yay. for 52 years. All right. And that's a lot of the connection back here to Columbia for me, because by the time my parents came, I was, I was graduating from high school and then moving off to uh, going to college, and then finally um, ended up in the Air Force, which was something that was very unexpected for me. And as the space operations and all, as we see, you know, as I grew up, space was just becoming a thing. Because like in 59, we launched our first uh, astronauts and all that. And uh, for me uh, to say, in all honesty, that, you know, as a fourth grader, fifth grader, sixth grader, even in the seventh grade, that I would ever work in space like I have talked about doing, I would never, never have thought that would have happened for me. And as it turned out, I went into the Air Force, and the Air Force sent me back to school to get a master's degree. After I got the master's degree, I went into maintenance and did maintenance for a little while, and then I was at the headquarters. And I came out of the headquarters and had two assignments with NASA, bang, bang, nice. right after that. I was both at Kennedy Space Center and then at Johnson Space Center. 
Kennedy Space Center as an evaluator of the space shuttle for the Air Force okay. and commander of a unit there. And then uh, also moved from there to Johnson Space Center to uh, prepare the Air Force to build a control center in Colorado Springs. And I was a flight controller there and Man. learning the flight controller operations. What an honor to have you on the show today and have you here with the children at Mount Pleasant Elementary School. I appreciate that. That is so cool. Mm-hmm. Let me go ahead quickly around the room and introduce okay. the rest of our guests. Also with us today is Miss Nicole Tibbetts. She is the STEM program director for STEM Coalition. That is correct. Thank Welcome you so much. Welcome to the show. Much. Thanks so much for having me. So I come to Mount Pleasant and the STEM Coalition via the fact that I have a strong background with early childhood education, as well as entertaining the little ones. You know, I've seen that today in the gymnasium when they were building their rockets, mm-hmm. that you had this connection that I could tell. This lady knows what she's doing with these kids, so I get that part of it. Tell us a little bit more. So for the last 20 years, um, I've been working with kids with my own company called The Land of Imagination. And I feel that inspiring kids' imaginations is one of the greatest gifts that you can pass on. And so when I met Lane Gilchrist, um, who's the president of the STEM Coalition, we were talking and he came around to the point where he was saying, we in the Space Force and with my many engineers, we know how to address kids' kind of 6th, 7th, 8th grade up through college. But we just don't know how to get the younger ones. Maybe we can get the 4th graders and the 5th. And I'm like, I'm queen of pre-K and (laughs) kindergarten and first. And he's like, what do you mean? What are you going to do with them? Like, how would you possibly teach them about space? Right. And I'm like, Lane, dude, I'm going to turn them into rockets. Ah, there you go. And he's like, why? He's like, I don't get it. Like, what do you mean you're going to turn them into rockets? And I said, I'm literally going to have them put their arms up. The triangles that their arms form become the fairings, which are the top part of the rocket, what most of us think of as the nose cones. Then we're going to launch into space. We're going to do a countdown like we just did with the presentation today. And then the fairing opens and out emerges the satellite. And then we're going to talk about satellites. And to the point is the name of this podcast is The Big Yellow School Bus? It is. Oh, well, let me tell you. I've seen the pic- <laughs> I seen the stuff up there on the counter. A bus is very, very important to us because on a satellite, there are four main areas. In the center is the bus. So just like everyone sends their kids on a yellow school bus to school and we put the big brains in there, the big brains of the computer are inside what is called the bus. And in many satellites, correct me if I'm wrong, the bus is the size of a normal school bus. It's huge. (laughs) I thought maybe that was to scale on the table where it was kind of like the bus was about the size of what that satellite base was or the bus on the satellite. And I took some pictures of it, and I'll share them with our our fellow uh, media people that were interviewing you earlier. Pretty cool. It's very, very cool. (laughs) It is very fun. It's very cool. They learn about the bus, which is the center. The solar panels are called solar arrays. Then it has antennae, just like an ant has. And it sends a signal down to Earth. And so then I ask, 
hey, do you think when you open the fairing that the satellite's open? And they're like, no, don't be dumb. And I'm like, okay, what do you think it's like? Do you think it's squished like when a baby comes out? They're like, yeah. And then we stretch and they open their arms and out goes the satellite. And then we got to look for the signal. And I'm like, ground control, can you hear me? And they're like, no. Then we scooch the other way. Ground control, can you hear me? And then we go into orbit, which, of course, is circling an object. Mm. And finally, ground control can hear us. And in this case, uh, we called the satellite the Mount Pleasant satellite. And we say, congratulations, Mount Pleasant satellite. You are in orbit. So much fun. Yes. So much fun. Thank you for that grand introduction, and we're happy you're here. And you are reside out of California, correct? I'm currently living in California, and you all can guess where my accent comes from later in the show. Um, <laughs> I had some thoughts on that, and I did ask, but I didn't get an answer. So, definitely definitely um, not from Tennessee. I, no, I think it's a little far cry from Tennessee. Um, but let's go ahead and continue around the room. Also with us, the son of retired Lieutenant Colonel Michael Gilchrist, Mr. Lane Gilchrist. And it's actually Michael Gilchrist also, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. But I, we're going to call you Lane. Lane. <laughs> almost, almost like a call sign. So I, and I'm, all, I'm also, I grew up around the space business through my dad and was always excited about space. So I, I uh, came into the Air Force and really couldn't imagine doing anything better than operating a satellite. So I was blessed to get to do that early in my career, operating one of these large satellites that's the size of a school bus. Mm-hmm. And uh, as after a full career in the Air Force, I retired about seven years ago and and uh, got involved in trying to do a lot of STEM outreach because we need more kids in STEM. And I founded the STEM Coalition to help encourage doing that. So you're currently the president of the STEM Coalition. That's correct. Very cool. And, and you get to work with your dad a lot. And I do. I, re- mm-hmm. I have managed as, in yep. doing this. I recruited my dad for his, his extreme knowledge of space <laughs> to, to augment what, we, uh, what others of us know. And then recruited Nicole, as she mentioned, because she has this incredible uh, wealth of knowledge in early education that we didn't have as part of our group. And I I have to say, the first time she pitched this idea to me of imagining being a satellite, I looked at her like, are you crazy? (laughs) And now I've watched full-grown men in uniform, bulked up, standing there, turning circles, Pretending to be a satellite. Never thought I'd do see this in my life. Great job, Nicole. <laughs> That's very cool. And did you want to tell a little bit about yourself other than anything else? Uh, do um, you reside here? Or? I live, so I live out in Los Angeles, California. Okay. Uh, but I, uh, I have a strong family yep. connection back to here through my mother and her family and through my dad. And uh, I, went to, I actually went to the United States Naval Academy and was appointed out of here, out of the state of Tennessee, yeah. to, uh, to get to attend there and go there. So I have a strong connection, and my, my heart is still yeah. back here in many ways. So I right. love being back here he, to give back. He was an Air Force brat, so he moved around a lot, too. Okay. He went to about 12 different places in his lifetime and, uh, with us. But he, he did. We maintained our residency here in Tennessee the whole time, and he got his appointment out of here. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Well, Lane, thank you for being on the show. And I'm thank happy you. to announce that we have shared microphones back and forth. So we have Miss Julie Tidwell, principal at Mount Pleasant Elementary School. Welcome, Julie. Thank you. Glad to be here. Julie, this is an amazing school. I've been here numerous times and walked around just in the front part of the school. And today I got to walk around to all the way to the back of the school, the gym, by the cafeteria and everything. 
it's much bigger looking on the inside than it isn't on the outside. It is. And I really love that um, how well behaved everybody was in the hallway and the, and the teachers mm-hmm. and the students. Uh, they're, they're just amazing. I just, I like to say I love little people. Well, that, I have we, have some great, we have some great little people and some great big people here in this school. <laughs> I, I have to agree with that. Julie, tell our listening audience, this is your first time with me on the Big Yellow School Bus. Tell us, our listening audience a little bit about yourself. Well, I have, this is my 33rd year of, te- of in education, starting as a teacher. I was a librarian. I've done a lot of things. I've been at Mount Pleasant Elementary since 2001, but only in this position since 2015. But I did a lot of things here. Um, I love Mount Pleasant. I'm not from Mount Pleasant, but I said once I started working here, I bought in. So I love Mount Pleasant and all of the families and the kids that are here. So basically, I just love coming to school here every day. And one thing I think you'll find interesting about Julie Tidwell, the principal at Mount Pleasant Elementary School, we uh, got some new software to communicate with parents. And first thing she said is, well, I can't do that. I have to be able to talk to them. And so the software did have the ability, we just had to teach her how to do it, to be able to send the voice message instead of sending a text message. Mm-hmm. That is correct, because since I started as principal here, every Sunday I do a call out, and it's not a text. It has to be my voice. It is her voice. And, and I listen to it important. every week. Is a little bit. She probably doesn't realize that. Yeah. I, I, I do t- keep track of what is coming out of the, the, the communications, and I listen to Julie especially every week. I turn, oh, there's Julie's message, and I listen because it's, it's unique that you're the only principal that I know of that does it all the time. And and I, I just love that when, when that look you gave me. What, what do you mean I can't talk my <laughs> message? And so just for you all listening out there, Julie loves talking to her family here at Mount Pleasant Elementary School, and it is a big family, isn't it? Well, um, yes, and and with that and also um, when we were remote, I would do things, you know, I would record myself and post them on our school Facebook page, and so when parents see me, they say, oh, I know you, I know what your kitchen looks like, I know what your dining room looks like, because they saw me, I would get on, you know, Zoom or or whatever, whatever, and talk to the kids and read books online and things like that, so... I think that that helps the relationship between the families and myself because they do feel like they know me um, because they hear me. They may be tired of hearing me, um, but they've been inside my house. They've, you know, been with me for seven years. Uh, I, I love that, and I love that personal part of the job that you like to maintain, and it must be part of your job. That is amazing. Well, let's talk a little bit about what happened, and it was a three-day program. It is a three-day program. Mm-hmm. We're in the middle of the program. Right. And today I've seen fourth graders, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Today we watched fourth graders, I watched fourth graders, build their own rockets and then launch them. Yes. Which I even got to do. Yeah, Which is cool. very exciting. <laughs> exactly. I've got a badge here that says Space Systems Command that allows me to have the, the bragging rights of launching my own. Well, it wasn't my rocket. Somebody gifted it to me. <laughs> but True. somebody gifted me a rocket today, and I got to launch it into the air, and it's air-powered way up into the air. It's so amazing. I'll try to get a video posted on our social media of some of the rockets going up, but the kids were launching them. It's mm-hmm. so much fun today, watching them build them. What was the name of your rocket? Do you remember? I don't remember. I didn't look closely. Did you get Pickle Queen? 
I, you would know. You can't me. <laughs> there was Pickle Queen. There was Air Fox. We also had the Tidwell Express. Okay, I don't. I know I didn't have Tidwell. I think Air Fox. I remember seeing an Air there. Air Fox did well. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, high. Mr. Mitchell, who is our art teacher, who's sitting over here, built uh, Air Fox, and I will say, I think it did really well. It did. It mm-hmm. went nice and high. Yeah. I'm not sure if I had the highest launch then, but it was way up there. It was so much fun. I know I'm early, but my first shout-out is to a young lady named Taylor, fourth grade. She had the longest-range rocket. So nice. go, Taylor. You know go, what? Taylor. You can still do a shout-out later in the show. <laughs> All right, so who wants to tell me a little bit about how the space stem outreach became what it is and how did you decide to come all the way to mount pleasant elementary to help out miss julie tidwell and her staff and the students here i'm just going to flat out say because it's the most important school in the united states there you go (laughs) (laughs) miss tidwell cheering over there on that one all right i'm gonna i'm gonna let lane explain so we actually we started this out in california in, in partnership with space systems command that is a part of the united states space force and it's at los angeles air force base in california most people don't realize there's an air force base there but there is a base there and the whole mission is to build uh to do the buying and work with the companies that build satellites for all of uh, the military services. Mm-hmm. And uh, there is a STEM outreach effort, and that's what we partnered with to build this space STEM program. We've been taking it to uh, schools over the last year in the Los Angeles area, uh, a lot of them in the Los Angeles Unified School District and some underserved areas. And um, we've hit about 3,500 kids since January and over 12 schools that we're partnered with to do this. Uh, but one of the things we wanted to really be able to do was bring this much broader than just Los Angeles because the need of, of STEM is, is much broader than just one local area. So we are uh, – we, we talked to, through my dad here in this, in this area and through working with Dr. Ryan Jackson at Mount Pleasant High School who already has a partnership with NASA. This school just made a lot of sense and, and also, as I mentioned earlier, this is the near, an area that's near and dear to my heart to come back and give back to mm-hmm. and do this. So uh, that, that just sparked that ability, and we have set this up. And uh, the, the company that I work for in my day job also graciously sponsored Nicole and I paying for our trip out here so we could be here in person and then run a series of Zoom uh, meetings back with uh, U.S. Space Force officers and civilians in uh, the Los Angeles area to join us as well to be able to talk about what they do and share that with the kids here too. That is so amazing that a program that was born in California has now reached all the way to Middle Tennessee to Mount Pleasant Elementary School for the first of the many, I hope, that will be done here in this area and around the country. And that's one of of the things, one of the key goals with all the schools we partner with is this is not a one-and-done program. This is something we want to come back and do every year. We're building future lesson plans because to spark the kids' imagination and their hopefully future love of STEM, we need to be having more contact with them. We can't just come and see them more. I'm going to share with you all after break how much I love space, okay? But I need to let our sponsors get in a word here. So we'll be back with the Big Yellow School Bus from Mount Pleasant Elementary School after a word from our sponsors.
Don't go away. Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools will be right back after these messages from our sponsors. Hey, this is Lewis Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in Middle Tennessee, 101.7 FM, WKOM, Columbia. For 60 years, people have shopped Parks Motor Sales to get the best vehicles and the best service. ParksMotorSales.com has details on new Buicks, certified pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs, financing, certified technicians, parts, tires, and much more. Stop by 919 Nashville Highway, take a Buick for a test drive, and learn why the Buick Encore and Buick Enclave are among America's most reliable vehicles. Experience the new Buick at Parks Motor Sales. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, this is Steve, the Garbage Man. Our company, The Garbage Man Incorporated, has been advertising on WKOM and WKRM for years now, and as a result, our company has really grown. Now we're looking for young, healthy, hardworking people to grow with us. We are in need of drivers and helpers. We pay serious money. So if you like outside work and want to work for a great local company, call me at 931-540-0919 and let's talk. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. Columbia Foodland is a locally owned and operated family grocery store with a full line of dry, dairy, frozen meat and produce items. We focus on keeping the freshest hand cut meat and produce items daily with the most competitive prices in town. We offer weekly ad specials as well as in-store weekly specials throughout the store. Located at 427 West 7th Street in Columbia in the former Harris Foodland location. Columbia Foodland. We're here and ready to serve the wonderful people of Columbia and the surrounding areas. People often ask about the initials after mine and Monty's names. Those initials are CFP, Certified Financial Planner. As a CFP, we will do our best to help you in the attainment of your financial goals while protecting those assets with proper insurance coverage. We encourage the team approach of holistic financial planning by working alongside your CPA and attorney. This is Gay Pike with Caledonian Financial in historic downtown Columbia. Let's make a plan. Securities and investment advisory services offered through NBC Securities Incorporated. Member FINRA and SIPC. Your Tennessee Wildlife Resources Agency has made a major change this year regarding license purchases. Beginning February 18, 2022, your license will be good for 365 days, no matter what date you make your purchase. It's a great investment in our state's wildlife future and your ticket to the Tennessee outdoors. Visit GoOutdoorsTennessee.com. 
Hey, this is Brenda Lynn Allen, and you are tuned in to 101.7 FM WKOM, Columbia, Tennessee. Welcome back. You're listening to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools. Welcome back to the Big Yellow School Bus, Murray County Public Schools talk radio show and podcast on 101.7 FM WKOM. We are brought to you by Caledonian Financial. Thank you, Caledonian, for sponsoring the Big Yellow School Bus. Man, we're having a fun show today. Um, I'm sitting here looking at retired Lieutenant Colonel Michael Gilcrest, and what an honor to have you on the show, first of all. I, I think I said that at the beginning. And I would love to invite you back one day to come on the show and tell us some of your stories. You've got to have some amazing stories to share with the listening <laughs> audience. Yep. So let's make a date for that in the near yes. future. And But let's talk a little bit more. Um, Lane, before the uh, commercial, you were telling us about the Space STEM outreach. Who wants yes. to tell me a little bit about the two organizations that brought this together? And, and I know you said that you wanted to reach out to other areas like Mount Pleasant Elementary School here in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. What was the driving factor that got you to go that far away from home to do a, to a program? So there two, two, two factors where we needed a school that we could do this locally somewhere else. And it just made perfect sense with my dad here to do somewhere that was non-local to Los Angeles, where we had someone here on the ground that we yeah. could work with and help with that connection. And through a series of planning meetings, we were meeting every other week for a while there on Friday mornings mm-hmm. and uh, having my dad there to help facilitate that meeting just made the perfect match. And uh, that that has worked really well to bring this together and bring it out here. So mm-hmm. this being our first school to ever doing this with outside of the Los Angeles area, we needed a, a safe place to do this where we could have success and make this all come together. And our plan is to still replicate this at other uh, bases in the Space Force. And then hopefully we have a goal long term to, to do this, to hit, it, hit at least one school in every state in the United States. That Very is our cool. long term. We'd love to have you back here, too. And I'd also say there's something about the local town, which mm-hmm. has been really important because... Whilst Mike would come and visit Lane in California, he'd come back here, he'd meet with his friend Jerry Sands, Jerry would get together with Dr. Ryan Jackson, they'd all meet in the local coffee shop because the town's not that huge, people are meeting, and... They all discussed it, and then they brought it to Julie Tidwell, and she's like, well, bring that over to my school. I'd love to have that. And that's something about a smaller town that allows that to happen, that we would have to go through much more bureaucracy if it was a larger town. So, in fact, Mm -hmm. it's been amazing to come out here. Some of, I mean, Mr. Mitchell, um, who's the art teacher here, and has an amazing tech background, um, aside from which he has helped us so much with the pumps. Um, <laughs> the rocket launcher. We, we, have, we have bicycle pumps, everyone, that we use <laughs> to power the rocket launcher. Yeah, that- and with the little ones, the kindergartners, uh, Mr. Mitchell's wife's going to be very happy. He's going to be very swole when he gets home <laughs> after these few days. Um, you, have to you know, wear a we just shirt, we we have found the staff have pulled around and been so incredibly supportive of us. And I mean, I just love this town. I love Columbia. I love Mount Pleasant. In I this think area, I'm moving here. 
this area is such a great area because of the location. We're, we're just an hour south of Nashville, and there is industry that needs STEM. There's industry here, of course, in Murray County that needs STEM, but not far away. There's the space industry itself. You go down to Huntsville, less than an hour away, mm-hmm. and there's a burgeoning space industry that's starting to happen and emerge. And while we need, we need kids in STEM in any shape, we need kids a lot in space. And space is such a great springboard to other STEM activities right now because there's so much attention given on the space industry. So I just think this, this area, right where it is, at that kind of halfway point between two areas with a lot of STEM activity that's, that's starting to grow is a great place to be. A lot of opportunity for these kids in the future. Yes, Julie? Exactly. Well, as you may know, Jack, and I don't know if our guests know here, a couple of years ago, Mount Pleasant Elementary, along with the middle school and along with the high school, all three received the Tennessee STEM designation. We actually are STEAM because we include the arts in there. And we were the first pre-K through 12 cluster that was completely STEM certified. So we're very excited. We did a lot of work to get that designation, and we are proud of that. But we didn't want to just let it go there. Then we said, okay, how do we keep this going? What can we do to give our students opportunities? And we had talked about that before. We want our students from pre-K, from three years old, all the way until they graduate from high school, to have as many opportunities as possible to discover you know, what's, what they want to do in their future. And a lot of that is STEM. And as you saw, a lot of the students today, they were so excited. They love doing the STEM projects. They love seeing their work, you know, kind of come to fruition with the launching of the rockets. So that was just one more thing as a part of our STEM designation, as a part of bringing those opportunities to kids that we were excited I was excited to meet you when I first met, you know, your dad, Mr. Gilchrist. I said, yes, this is absolutely something that we want to do in Mount Pleasant. This will be great for our kids. So we were very excited to have it. I think, too, that that, uh, when we were actually uh, planning this out and all, I want to say, you know, that we actually were able to do these meetings. That And it wasn't just something that came up uh, just overnight and we, you know, tried to do something real quick we 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 came and we planned it out and and julie and her staff working with us was very important and uh and laura you know uh sandrell who's her vice principal did a lot with us too and 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 i know mike has been involved through the whole thing mike mitchell too and and in addition to that some of what we did today and and we've done it for the last two days is we've as you know zoomed in the uh, space force officers from LA and without Robert Applegate he he made a big difference in all of that and he did an outstanding job and he's been on top of it the whole time here but one other thing I, I wanted to mention Jack while I'm thinking about it is that you know not everybody you know that works in space not everybody has to be an engineer not everybody has to be a mathematician uh, I, I know through the hunch program that they even work with people that take home ec because the people in home ec can do sew a bag together and send it up on the space station for them to put their clothes in, for instance, or maybe even sleep in. A home Anybody ec- need for uh, podcasters? Yeah, even <laughs> podcasters, yeah, right. <laughs> and, and, and even, you know, to making up meals and having the astronaut try the meal and say, hey, you know, I really like this. Maybe we can fly this in space. 
And the dietitians at NASA will work with them, and maybe they'll get something into space that way. And that is something, you know, Mount Pleasant High School has a partnership with yeah. NASA Hunch Program. So we're excited now that our elementary, we kind of bookend the elementary. We have these kids all excited about their STEM and they're getting into space and all of that. And then they see they can carry that on as they go all the way up through high school. If, you know, the kids, if we spark their interest here this week, mm-hmm. then that's something that they're going to be able to carry on with them all the way through high school. STEM is such an amazing program. In fact, I'm, I'm excited to share that we just had a press release come out that recently that our Spring Hill Middle School just received STEAM designation. So now they are science, technology, engineering, arts, and mathematics designation. And that makes it about seven schools now out of like 20 right now. And it just keeps growing. Every year we add a new one or two to the mix mm-hmm. of STEM certified schools. It's such, such a great thing in, in learning nowadays. We didn't have it back when I was young. We had different approaches, you know, and I love science. I loved anything space and mm-hmm. science. I loved Star Trek, Star Wars. I mean, I had plates all over my house mm-hmm. that um, I would buy to make it known that I liked all these things. It was a lot of fun. Um, but this is very important to our district and, you know, and it is the part of learning that is in today's world. Mm-hmm. We really need this in our, in our schools. Yep. So I, I'd like to give a shout out to every single teacher at this school. They have, they have stepped up from volunteering for classes that don't belong to them from helping us prep the rockets, etc. And the other thing I want to touch on is I was one of those girls that didn't build things. And I was a little scared of building things, using tools, especially using a saw or something, was not something that I did with my daddy. So for all you moms and dads out there who do build stuff, I really encourage you, bring your kids out. I know some of you want to bring your sons out. Bring your daughters out too. Build with them. I've been building this launcher. It was such a confidence builder for me to learn how electronics worked. Um, I went and I sawed the PVC piping. Thank goodness I remembered to wear glasses because I did break it. And I got a big old cut over there. Um, But then I jumped back on the bicycle and I sold the next one. So I was good. (laughs) But if you you build the confidence in your kids when they're young, they can do anything. And for us, the biggest thing we want to do is inspire them, innovate with them, and educate them. But the teachers are the front lines and every parent listening – it's you. You are the primary front line. Build stuff with your kids. Go buy them PVC piping. Go let them bang those pots and pans around and build stuff when they're two or three on the kitchen floor. 
I like that. I mean, I think I did that. Yeah. <laughs> um, they and come drove in the your kitchen. parents crazy. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, I, I was that kind of kid, yeah, of course. Um, oh, you didn't – you mean you toyed around with bottle rockets and all that stuff? Oh, of course. Of course. <laughs> yeah. we had, but we had the yeah. kind that were, like, fire-driven. Yeah, fire-driven. The rockets yeah. that you'd light, and they'd shoot up, and they'd go so high they had to have parachutes to be able to find them, and yep. you didn't always find them. Um, yeah. yeah, we did a lot of fun. stuff like that. Yeah, well, those were fun. That's one of the fun things about this project, though, is the kids – they they don't have to have that those old model rocket type of uh, things. They say, can, we're building this from paper and a lot of tape, and they can air launch it. It's still it a was rocket. So cool. But uh, but that was it, what it, I was when I, when I first effect. saw this on the on the press release. I'm sitting there thinking, okay, hey, they're going back. They're, they're bringing those Estes rockets out. Those Estes little model kits. And yeah. I remember doing that. And I walked in and I thought, I don't see any Estes kits. No. What's, what's going on here? And then. Uh, when I, I stepped outside to, to see what y'all were doing on that, and it was really neat to, you know, a rolled up piece of paper. Okay. Hey, it looks like a rocket. All of a sudden, zoop. Uh, yeah, it's a rocket. <laughs> and that, that, that launching concept with the air yeah. pressure to launch it into the air, it worked really Man, well. Yes. Yes. I don't yeah. know who designed it, but I was like, that's now impressive. We, we have a, a, going back several years with one of our STEM outreach coordinators on Los Angeles Air Force Base, a Lieutenant Colonel Alec Porter. He designed, helped design that with another engineer, Richard Liu. And uh, some of the folks, had, he, he was the one who had in his head how to build that. So uh, when we were building the second launcher for here to bring out to Mount Pleasant that we're going to actually leave here, uh, so it will be here in the local area, we had to reverse engineer the one we had in Los Angeles so we could build that one. But now we're, we're capturing how those get built because there's a lot of interest. Every school we go into, and, and Mount Pleasant being one of them as well, teachers and staff are looking at this going, I think I can build that. <laughs> but we want to help them along. We're going to right. work on getting them the instructions yes. so they know canning can, can go yes. off and build these. It was very cool, very powerful for being an air-propelled rocket launcher. Mm-hmm. I, I was very impressed. Just in, we have Michael Mitchell that now has grabbed a microphone for the Big Yellow School Bus Show. Michael, welcome to the show. Did you have something you wanted to contribute? Yes, thank you, Jack. Um, first of all, Nicole has said that I'm the art teacher, and though I loved being an art teacher, Nicole Rich is the awesome, incredible art teacher here. I'm the art director for the elementary school, the middle school, and the high school, so I actually am a resource to all 100 teachers on the property. But Nicole, I would I would just be remiss if I didn't mention her because she is she is amazing incredible. She really and she was is. here and she was here today yeah. um, and yesterday and will be here tomorrow working and helping. And she's also really good using the bicycle pumps. <laughs> <laughs> she probably taught Michael how to do that. Yeah. <laughs> but um, one of the things I wanted to point out is Lane and Michael. And Nicole have talked about how wonderful it is coming into the school. A thing that I've noticed is the level of respect that they have shown to all of our teachers, all of our, um, um, you know, support staff. They haven't differentiated any of those things. They've learned everyone's names. They've said their names back to them. And that isn't always something that happens inside of a building. And I think that that's really powerful. Um, I know that I've had seven or eight or nine teachers just today kind of pull me aside and go, man, that was really fun. I, th- I think the kids are really loving it. And I think that a lot of that has to do with the res- the kind of reciprocity of of the STEM coalition coming in and really not seeing this school as different than a school in L.A. They see the kids here as mm-hmm. just as capable. They see the kids here as just as worthwhile, just as worthy. 
And of course they think that. We all know that. But it's just not always the way that sometimes communities get treated and how they get perceived. And so I think that that has gone a long way. And I'm just really excited about, you know, kind of thinking about STEM and STEAM. Nicole and I were having a conversation yesterday. And, you know, this whole process has been full of art. Nicole does a theater piece with Miss Bits and Bots at the beginning, at Bob's at the beginning of the, with the, with the kindergarten that and the pre-K. That was one of my questions. Yeah, and what so, else did you do besides building rockets? Because that's what I had got an opportunity to witness yeah. today. And so that, I know yeah, there's a lot of other cool things sure, happening. Sure, and I'll let you, I'll give it back to Nicole. So when I originally brought up this idea with Lane, I've worked with a character called Miss Bits and Bobs for many, many years um, under the land of imagination and in the country that I'm not going to name yet where I come from. Bits and Bobs are basically like little chuchkies that, you know, little toys that might lie around the house. And... My idea was to put on a magical cloak, planets, stars, the sun, which is our biggest star, the moon, which is a natural satellite, a rocket ship, a crazy guy, a couple of astronauts. And I come in and I ask the kids about the magical cloak. And I'm like, what do you see on there? And they all raise their hands. And it just starts a conversation um, because I'm, I'm very much a believer, and I say this to every single kid out there, please raise your hand. The only way you can stay involved in a lesson is ask questions, answer questions. And if you don't do that, your mind's going to wander to all its wonderful things where it wanders. And so everything that I like to do in a presentation is very, very interactive. And Miss Bits and Bobs involves that interaction and bringing them into the conversation about space. I will say every single child that we have presented this program to, the questions have been incredible. I mean, we've had a question, how does gravity work within a black hole? I, like that one blew us away. Yeah. Oh, on the cloak, there's a little clock which I literally have up there for my own amusement. It's the time-space concept. Um, Lane had a little girl ask him a few weeks ago, do you remember exactly what the question was? She was was trying to understand. We were talking about satellites, and she said, well, how do you know the difference between satellite time and time on Earth? And we realized she was referencing the difference between time and, and space can be a little bit different because of relativity. And But this concept that that a... A child that young in elementary school was even aware of that just blew us away that we I that we could even so. get that kind of question. Wow. It was amazing. She needs to go on to be some kind of engineer or scientist. Yes, next, exactly. yes astrophysicist. The, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The kid the the kids the kids and their curiosity just amaze me through and through. And you know, I I just hope we get to keep inspiring them and just getting that spark of creativity going. I hope so, too. I think what I saw witness today, just with the fourth graders, just made me really feel good. Mm-hmm. Watching everything, taking the pictures. I probably took way too many pictures that I'm going to use. I probably took 50 pictures of people doing the same thing, but they were just all having so much fun. The teachers were having so much fun listening to you up there talking to everybody and giving them instruction. And you kept saying, 
I need to see your eyes. I need to see your eyes. So you, you kept their attention enough so the kids kept focused mm-hmm. and nobody really got behind. So kudos to you, Nicole, for keeping the kids on pace and keeping their attention and, and leading them to be able to make these rockets to shoot off in the air launchers. It was so, so entertaining. Well, I'm being told we've got to let our sponsors get a word in again. So we'll be back with the Big Yellow School Bus after a word from our sponsors. Don't go away. Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools. We'll be right back after these messages from our sponsors. What's for dinner? Burgers? After last week? No thanks. Avoiding foods due to fear of diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools? It may not be just stomach issues. It could be EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency. EPI can cause uncomfortable symptoms because it's a condition where the pancreas doesn't release enough digestive enzymes to break down food. But EPI can be managed. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor about your symptoms. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by Abby. At Progressive, we know there's nothing like the feeling of riding your motorcycle with your buddies on the open road. It's a potent cocktail of thrills, laughter, and pure adrenaline. A feeling that would be impossible to recreate on the radio. Until now. Hit it, sound effects guy. I'm real proud of you, son. Wow, that was terrible. Our apologies for even trying. Quote with Progressive and see if you could save with America's number one motorcycle insurer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. Let's talk custom design jewelry. Did you know Tillis Jewelry in downtown Columbia creates custom design jewelry and has been for over 30 years? From one-of-a-kind engagement rings to wedding bands and so much more. We want each piece to be as unique as you are and create a family heirloom for tomorrow. Call today and make an appointment with one of our designers. And just for calling, you will receive a free 30-minute consultation. Tillis Jewelry, creating custom jewelry proudly in Tennessee. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hey folks, this is Chandler Anderson from the Right Care Walk-In Clinics. Hey guys, we're open 11 to 11, seven days a week so that you don't have to go wait at the emergency room when you have an urgent care need. Our providers are all emergency medicine experienced or critical care experienced, and we're there to take care of you so that you're not caught at the emergency department for hours and hours on end. Folks, seven days a week, right in front of Walmart, 11 a.m. to 11 p.m., we stay late so you don't have to wait at the ER. 
Barry Rankin is your hometown grocer. He's at Foodland right there on West 7th Street here in Columbia, Tennessee. Barry Rankin, what's going on at Foodland this week? Uh, that thing's starting off pretty good. We got some good specials for you this week. We got fresh uh, ground beef, 73% lean, $2.99 a pound. We got one of your favorite T-bone steaks for $5.99 a pound. We got whole Boston butts for you people that want to make barbecue for $1.99 a pound. We got fresh chicken leg quarters that are sold in a 10-pound bag, $0.49 pound, or $4.90 a bag. Got uh, seedless watermelons starting to come this year, $5.99. And uh, two one-pound packages of strawberries. They're two for $5. All right, Barry, talk about your days now. We're open seven days a week from 7 a.m. till 9 p.m. So these specials uh, started today and will run to close business next Tuesday. We pretty much got you covered when you need something to eat. You're listening to the best in news, talk, sports, and music on WKOM 101.7 FM in Columbia, Tennessee. Welcome back. You're listening to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools. Welcome back to the Big Yellow School Bus, Murray County Public Schools talk radio show and podcast on 101.7 FM, WKOM. We are again brought to you by Caledonian Financial. Man, we've been having a great show. I am learning so much here today, and I love space. There's something that's been just on his mind this whole show, and Mike wanted to ask a question. And I told him during the break, heck yeah, no way. But anyway, go ahead, Mike. Yeah. What was your question? We've been talking about this, uh, and, and you all just say it secondhand, and then it, it kind of done. What is the Space Force, and what makes it different than the other branches of the military? Uh, that is a great question, Mike. So, so uh, as we talked about, my dad and I were both part of the Air Force. So uh, a little over two years ago, the Space Force was founded. It is a uh, sixth military service. In the, in the United States, and it was uh, most of the, the Space Force came out of what used to be Air Force Space Command in the Air Force, mm-hmm. uh, not all of it exclusively, but quite a bit, where we were already operating satellites and working on satellite systems, but this was all dedicated into a military service that then we can, we can really put some focus on the needs that we have for our country in space, protecting our, our assets that are up there. You know, people aren't too aware GPS, the global positioning system that we all use almost every day to navigate and get around. Mm-hmm. That is built, bought, and flown by uh, the United States Space Force. So these are really key systems. Okay, so it's not right? it's not just a retooling of NASA. No, oh, it's no. not. not okay. a, that, uh, and that's a, something. Uh, I, I, that's I, a great a question, though. Service. These are they are uniform military members. I work with a company that works with them. Of course, to the STEM Coalition, we're working closely with the Space Force. And uh, the folks that we bring on to do this are members of the Space Force that are uh, uniform military members. And, and the they, space- sorry, they're known as the Space Force Guardians. That is their official name. Yeah, instead of airmen. But also, just so you know, too, is it, it's uh, under the Department of the Air Force. Space Force and the Air Force are two organizations, two military services, like the Navy and the Marines. Marines, I was going to say. That's, yeah, that's the question. Uh, just, just don't tell a Marine he's part of the Navy. Right, exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. I have two silly questions for you, okay? When can I beam up? <laughs> and when can I get food just by telling the machine that I want it and it'd be delicious? 
Any of those things happening anytime soon? They can probably do the food. BMO <laughs> may still be a little be a little while. There's some. I know there's been some efforts in the past that, that they they start working on science technology wise, but. Uh, Food, I wouldn't be surprised in the future as we get more into uh, 3D printing and you know, what we call additive manufacturing. They're looking at doing all kinds of amazing things oh, with that. Man. And that could head us that direction. Just made my day. <laughs> I'd say this is a challenge for the next generation. That's, yeah, why, we're That's why we teach STEM yeah. in our schools yeah, exactly. right now. Yeah. All right. Now, we, we have limited time this last section. So we're going to segue now into our shout outs. And Miss Nicole, you've done two great shout-outs already. I can't wait to hear I'm the your queen shout of shout-out. Out. I All am right. the queen. You are on. Again, what's your shout-out, Nicole? My shout-out today is going to be to a lady who has helped us here at Mount Pleasant Elementary. She's a substitute teacher. She's a volunteer. Her name is Mrs. April. She has been so incredibly helpful so willing to work incredibly hard behind the scenes. She would tell me to take a break, and then she would prep the entire next show that we were doing. She'd put everything out. So my big shout-out is to Mrs. April. Excellent shout-out. Thank you so much for that. One of my favorite parts of the show are to get really down and talk about things that you appreciate, and that's part of a shout-out. Miss Julie Tidwell. Well, of course, I have to shout out Lane and Michael, you know, and Nicole for being here because they brought something amazing to Mount Pleasant Elementary. But my big shout out always is and always will be my incredible faculty and staff who make everything here possible. Um, I don't even pretend to be the one in, you know, running the show because I know that they do it all. And this week we've had a lot going on, a lot going on. But I throw out there, hey, this week we're also going to do the space week. And they're like, <laughs> okay, Let's we're going to do space Let's week. Do it. Exactly. So no matter what we say, um, they are always willing to jump in and help, and they are amazing. So I'm so that proud of That shout-out doesn't surprise me from you. Yes, I'm so proud of my faculty and staff. Thank you so much for that shout-out. Lane, you're up next yes, for a shout-out. Yes, I got a multifaceted quick shout-out. Uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't acknowledge the Air Force because they provide us funding, which helps us do this program. I want to make cool. sure that gets mentioned because uh, they, that is key to what we do and then support from the Space Force as well, providing people that help us and volunteers. And, of course, Mount Pleasant Elementary for welcoming us here. And then being from Los Angeles, I got I to gotta say a shout-out to my family back home, my wife, Wendy, my daughters, Hannah and Sarah. I want to point out, Hannah, if you ever get a chance to see our logo, I'm sure we'll get it posted somewhere for the STEM Coalition. She designed that logo, and uh, we proudly get to use that, especially with the cute little robot that's on there. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't wait to see that logo. Exactly. Great shout-out, Lane. Mm. All right, Colonel? Yes, uh, I want to give a shout-out to one of our individuals back at uh, Los Angeles, and it's Jonathan Stroud. Jonathan has worked with us, and he was one of the ones that we re-engineered this whole control box with, and we worked very closely together with him. And he has also been the one that's been able to bring in the Zoom from Los Angeles, and we were able to do the test, and I was really grateful, too, to, once again to Robert Applegate here because we did that on, on Monday to be sure that we could test it out and be really uh, set up ready to go when they got here on Tuesday. Excellent. And a second shout-out. Julie, I can't tell you enough how much I appreciate you. You have just been super, and please, please, anytime you need anything, you've got my number. You know where I am. 
and give me a call. <laughs> okay. Thank you for that you. awesome shout-out, Colonel Gilchrist. Mike Mitchell. I would love to shout out Dr. Jessica Weaver. She is the ELA teacher at Mount Pleasant High School. And in addition to her regular classes, in addition to helping out with prom and all the senior activities that are going on this week, her seniors are doing a project called the Kindness Can Cure podcast. It's part of a Invent to Prevent um, Against Targeted Violence with the Department of Homeland Security and the McCain Institute, and they are competing and had to create a media campaign. So please follow us at Kindness Can Cure MPHS, and maybe if we win, we'll go to D.C. and get to uh, present in front of the Department of Homeland Security. That is such a great name for a podcast, and I listened to a little bit of it until my phone rang and I had to answer it. Great job there on that podcast. And Tiffany... Or Nicole wants to chime in with something real quick. I just got to put out my final, because I know I'm the queen of the shout-outs. <laughs> All the students and the children at Mount Pleasant Elementary, mm. the major shout-out goes out to you guys. You guys are the ones coming, paying attention, asking the questions, and being incredibly great participants. We are grateful for your kids. Amazing. Thank excellent, you. excellent. That was like your fourth shout out. I love it. <laughs> I love shouting out. I'm just yeah, gonna, that, I'm gonna be might, coming in, chiming that in might from be LA. the record. Yeah, <laughs> Mike, you got a quick shout out? Yeah, just I'm gonna do a kind of a, a blanket because I don't know who exactly these people are, but whoever and everybody that was involved in bringing this to us, you know, I, when I first read the press release, and we were the first ones outside of Los Angeles. Out of the whole entire nation, you talk about how many different schools, how many school districts and stuff like that, and Mount Pleasant gets chosen. Uh, whatever happened, whoever had it on Mount Pleasant's end, whoever had it on Los Angeles' end, shout out to y'all for making this come together and doing this, uh, this fantastic program for these kids. Great shout out. I can. I would echo that also. Yeah. But I have my shout out. And it's going to specifically directed to Lieutenant Colonel Michael Gilchrist and Michael Lane Gilchrist. Thank you, gentlemen, for being here. Father and son show. I was so impressed with everything I seen and heard today. Thank you. You guys are amazing. Yeah. And we love that you came, like Mike just said, to Mount Pleasant, Tennessee at Mount Pleasant Elementary School. Mm-hmm. I can't. Their words just it's just so amazing. And I look forward to having you on the show again, Colonel. That'd be fine. You can talk. Yep. So, Julie, give me his cell phone number before we... Yeah, <laughs> yeah there you go. <laughs> I, I have a direct line through Julie now. Okay. Well, that's it for this edition of the Big Yellow School Bus. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for the Space STEM Outreach Program with Principal Julie Tidwell, Lieutenant Colonel Michael Gilchrist, Nicole Tibbetts, the STEM Program Director, and Lane Gilchrist, the President of STEM Coalition. Have a great day, and we'll be on the the air next week. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools. Hop on the Big Yellow School Bus every Monday from 4 to 5 p.m. right here on WKOM 101.7 FM.